Welcome to your Calm Parenting Toolbox, the podcast for parents who want to get the most out of their kids and themselves. Here's your host, parenting coach, Heather Lindsay. Hi, mums, and welcome to this next episode of the Calm Parenting Toolbox. My name is Heather, and I'm bringing you this episode, the third in a series on some of the fundamentals of being a calmer mum and having a calmer household. A few weeks ago, we started this group of four episodes with me sharing my motherhood values and how you can use them to work out what type of mum you are and what type of mum you want to be. And last week's episode was on parenting plans, a seemingly boring and dry topic, but essential to being calmer, knowing how you want to parent your children and to create an environment of consistency that we all know supports the health and development of our children. If you haven't had a chance to go and listen to either of those episodes, then I highly recommend that you do. Today, I want to build on both of them and talk about family rules and how to create them and how to teach our children to act by them. In order to create an effective parenting plan, having family rules is a must. So let's get started, work through this topic together. So family rules, what are they? Well, rules exist in all parts of society. We had rules when we were children, at school, we have them at work, they're on the road, they're in community, and we have them in our own homes. Rules are regulations, things that are required to be adhered to, and they govern things such as our behavior, what we can and can't do with objects, and at times even our speech. So what does this mean for families? So family rules are the expectations and guidelines for the behaviour of all members of the family unit. And it's important here to remember that the family rules apply to us as parents, not just our kids. Family rules might look at how each member of the family behaves individually and when they are interacting with each other. They might look at how each member speaks to each other, how objects in the house are treated, for example, toys, furniture and clothes. Or family rules might even look at the responsibilities of each of the different members in the family unit. And whatever they are, family rules help us as parents guide our children to learn what is appropriate and acceptable behaviour versus what is not. Now, just like each of our children are unique, different families are unique. So what is the rule in one family is not necessarily going to be the rule in another. And this really can be where some difficulties come in because our children can see that their friends might get to do one thing at their house, but that our child isn't allowed to do it at home. And this conflict often results in the, well, she's able to do that at her house. Why can't I? argument and it's really challenging as parents having to explain how there are different rules and how it's not always fair but if we have our family rules nice and clear then dealing with that difficult discussion is a lot easier. It can also be an issue for blended families when they're merging together. So here is when we need to have a lot of discussion. Some compromise on both sides is also a must. 
and definitely go through this exercise that we're going to be talking about in this week's podcast episode. How do we work out what our family rules are? So the best way to do this is to actually reverse engineer the process and think about what type of children and future adults we want to be raising. You know, how do we want them to act and treat others and look after possessions and be as a member of the society? And we also need to think about what type of role model we want to be for our children as they grow. And when we know the end point, then we can work backwards and think about how we want to get there. You know, what lessons will our children be need to be taught and have demonstrated for them in order for them to reach that end point that we want them to be there. So let's workshop this. Let's do a case study. And we've got two parents who are coming together to put together a set of clear family rules for their two children and themselves. And they have a five-year-old son and a nine-year-old daughter. So they've both chatted and journaled about what lessons they want to teach their kids. And they've decided on these. So first, they want their children to be respectful and respectful of each other, their belongings and themselves as parents. Secondly, they want their children to be helpful both inside the family and outside. Thirdly, they want their children to be open and honest with them as parents. And last, they want to be a family of fun. Now, it all sounds really good, and I wouldn't be surprised if a few of you who are listening are thinking, well, that's not realistic and that's not achievable. It sounds impossible. It's not. We have to do this reverse engineer working back process. The next step for these parents was then to work through each of these four areas and have a look at how they could teach their children to be respectful helpful, open and honest and fun. Teaching respect for them meant having their children speak nicely in a calm and controlled manner without yelling or swearing. It also meant looking after toys, books, clothes by putting them away at the end of the day. And it also meant listening to them as parents and following the family rules. Teaching their children to be helpful, they wanted to do this by creating the family rule of tidying up together, helping with chores, cooking together, and being responsible for getting themselves ready in the morning for school. And while they did this process, both parents agreed that all of these expectations would apply to them as well, and that they had to be calm and listen to each other, as well as be calm towards their children and listen to their children. And then they also decided that they would also be helping and be obviously helping each other and be willing to help out their kids when needed. And then, of course, they were to continue on with looking after things with the household. Now, these parents decided to help their children to be open and honest by having the rule that they never get in trouble for telling the truth, only for the wrong behavior, and by demonstrating that as a role model that they would always listen to their children when they came to them. And both parents also agreed that they would be open and honest with their children at an age-appropriate level, of course, about things that came up for the family and challenges that they were all facing and that they would all discuss them together. Now, the family rule of having fun was about creating connection. So this was very lighthearted, but nevertheless, just as important. 
And the rule was that they had to laugh every day and that jokes and silly games were always encouraged. And they also said that each week they would go for a family outing and they would rotate through the family about who got to choose where they went to go so that every member, children included, got to have their say. Now, it might sound like a lot when I go through all of this, but it actually only came down to these seven rules. So first we have speak nicely without yelling or swearing. Look after your toys, books and clothes. Help each other whenever possible. Always tell the truth. Listen to each other. Laugh every day. And a family outing every week. Now, of course, things will come up that aren't specifically on this list. So, for example, sibling rivalry and the kids fighting and yelling at each other. But the parents can use these rules and tailor them to the individual situation. So in sibling rivalry, they can use the rules of speaking nicely, helping each other and listening to help diffuse the situation. If their children didn't do something that their parents asked them to do, well, they could put that back on the family rule of listening to each other and respecting the parents. And then on the days that are stressful and everything goes pear-shaped, and we certainly all have those, then the kids could even ask, why haven't we done anything fun today? And, you know, the parents be held, oh, well, we said we'd laugh every day, so let's do something, break the tension and enhance that connection. As parents, we cannot have an individual rule for everything that we want to achieve with our children. Why not? Because we'd have a list of tens, if not hundreds of different rules, and it gets complicated, messy, and really hard to enforce, especially when they're young. Children need simplicity and clarity. So keeping the list of family rules to under 10 is key. What we teach our children will hopefully last them a lifetime. And back to episodes when I chatted to you about motherhood values, we looked at the type of mum that you wanted your child to remember you as once you've passed from this mortal coil. So this family rules process can also be supported by thinking about what you want your child to be grateful for that you have taught them. So in this case study, we can see how either of these children in this family could be grateful for being taught how to be respectful, which will help them in their future professional life, or for being open and honest, which sets them up for successful romantic relationships, or simply the importance of having fun, because after all, we only get one life. Now, if you haven't done the motherhood values exercise, which is available on my website to download for free in the parenting resources section of the menu, then add in the perspective of what you want your child to be grateful for that you have taught them as you work through it. If you have already downloaded the worksheet, then go back to that final page and have a look at the motherhood values that you chose and see how they may link into the lessons that you want to teach your children and the ones that you want them to be grateful for having been taught. So where to from next? So we have the family rules and what do we do with them? So as parents, the first thing we need to do is to put them on our parenting plan as they are the backbone of what we want to teach our children. 
And secondly, we need to tell our children. We need to have a family meeting and discuss the rules with them. It is pretty unfair to expect someone, including our children, to know how they are expected to behave or what they are expected to do without telling them in the first place. Now, next week's episode is going to be all about family meetings and how to set one up and make it fun and not boring. And we'll use the case study from today's episode to go through that whole process. Now, before I sign off from this episode, I want to quickly chat about the consequences of breaking family rules. And it is inevitable that our children and, well, us as parents will break the family rules. We all muck up. There is no such thing as a perfect child and there is no such thing as the perfect parent. Everyone makes mistakes. But when we talk about breaking family rules and discipline, we need to remember that disciplining children is about teaching them, not punishing them. If punishment worked, then no one would ever do anything wrong for a second time. And we know that certainly isn't the truth. Now, back in one of the earlier episodes of this podcast, I shared with you my five C's gentle discipline framework. If you haven't heard that episode, then go and have a listen to it. In that final step of the process, which is the correct step, this is when we talk about how our child's behavior was in conflict with the family rules. And in teaching this, we need to focus on the behavior, not the child. There are no bad boys or bad girls, just bad, or as I really prefer to call it, unacceptable behavior. If we label our child as bad or naughty, then this is when we run into problems with their self-esteem and how they feel about themselves. If they feel bad about themselves enough, then their mental and emotional health can go downhill. And I know that absolutely no parent wants that for their child. So remember, in that correct stage, we are focusing on the behavior, what they did, what they should have done, and what they could do better or different next time to avoid falling into that same pattern. And all of that happens without criticizing them as a person. Okay, so that is that. I will leave this episode here and I will be back next week to continue on with this family and how they set up their family rules. And remember that if you'd like to get in contact with me to chat about this or anything else, then you can contact me through Facebook by searching Blissed Out Mums or email me directly at heather at blissedoutmums.com.au. Please rate and subscribe this podcast wherever you have accessed it. And if you ever have a topic you'd like to suggest, then please simply let me know. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. And I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.